There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Songs and Stories podcast. Following episode 1 and 2, I've decided to stick to the theme of fields for this episode. So the song for this episode is going to be The Green Fields of France. So The Green Fields of France, originally called No Man's Land, also known by, as I said, The Green Fields of France or Willie McBride, is a song written in 1976 by a Scottish-born Australian folk singer by the name of Eric Bogle. The song is set reflecting on the grave of a young man who died in World War I. The song was written about the military cemeteries in Flanders in northern France and in 1976 Bogle said that he and his wife visited three or four of these cemeteries and saw all the young soldiers that were buried there. He said that he wrote the song amidst a lot of anti-Irish sentiment in Britain during the IRA bombing campaign of the 1970s. When he actually came to write No Man's Land or The Green Fields of France, this was shortly after the Birmingham and Guildford bombings had unleashed a new wave of anti-Irish sentiment in Britain. Bogle revealed that he chose the name Willie McBride for the 19-year-old who features in the song because of its Irish connotations. In an interview with Miles Duncan, Bogle said that the song was a subtle reminder to British people that thousands of Irish men had died in the First World War in their service at the British Empire. However, he did concede that the reference was probably so subtle that most people missed it. He went on to say that the Irish were not exactly flavour of the month in the UK at the time. A lot of Irish men died preserving the British Empire during World War I. Their motivation and reasons for fighting and dying was rarely to preserve the British Empire. It was a bit of fun, adventure and a way to make a living. Nonetheless, a lot of them died. So it was a small reminder that they weren't all just Tommy Atkins. Tommy Atkins was a slang term at the time used to describe a generic British soldier. According to the Commonwealth War Graves Commission, there were eight soldiers named William McBride and a further six listed as W. McBride who died in France or Belgium. Three of them died in 1916, two called William McBride and one W. McBride but one is commemorated in the Thepville Memorial and has no gravestone. The other two are buried in the Athwee Military Cemetery, but one was aged 21 and the age of the other is unknown. All three were from Irish regiments. Pete Sheelands, coordinator of the Flanders Fields Museum in Ypres in Belgium and organiser of the early peace concerts in Flanders, once checked all 1.7 million names that are registered with the Commonwealth War Commission. 
He found no fewer than 10 privates William McBride. Three of these Willie McBrides fell in 1916. Two were members of an Irish regiment, the 9th Battalion of the Royal Inishkillen Fusiliers, and died more or less in the same spot during the Battle of the Somme in 1916. One was 21, the other was 19 years old. The 19-year-old Private William McBride is buried in a three military cemetery. An Armagh historian by the name Trevor Geary traced the Willie McBride to Liz Lee in County Armagh. This was based on the gravestone at Athwee Military Cemetery. Although this Willie McBride fits the description most, an Irish soldier fighting for the British Army killed in 1916, which is the same year mentioned in the song, and his grave is in Athwee Military Cemetery in northern France, where some of Bogle's inspiration came while visiting with his wife still is all merely speculation along with all the other Willie McBrides. Bogle had himself said that he had no particular soldier in mind for choosing the name Willie McBride. McBride was simply a convenient rhyme for the phrase graveside and he had also wanted to give the soldier an Irish name as a counter to the anti-Irish sentiment that was so prevalent in Britain at the time as I mentioned a couple of moments ago. So that's a little bit about Willie McBride and according to Bogle it's not based on a specific person but more so on a representation of the amount of young men that died, particularly young Irish men fighting in the British army at that time. With the song being so popular in Ireland, one of the most common misconceptions about the fictional Willie McBride, who died in 1916, was in some way related to the Easter Rising of 1916. This wasn't the case. Although different versions of the song vary slightly, the chorus really captures the imagination in describing the scene of a military funeral. The song's chorus refers to two famous pieces of military music, The Last Post and The Flowers of the Forest. These probably aren't recognisable by name, but would probably be familiar if you heard them. Here's a clip of The Last Post. And the same with the flowers of the forest. Probably slightly less recognisable, but here it is nonetheless. So these two pieces of music, as well as the lyrics in the song, really give a powerful image of the circumstances in which these young men died and how Bogle imagined they were laid to rest. In 2009, he told an audience in Weymouth that he'd read about a girl who'd been presented with a copy of the song by the then Prime Minister Tony Blair, who had described it as his favourite anti-war poem. Bogle based the melody of the song on an old cowboy ballad called The Streets of Loretto. The song is part of a trilogy of First World War songs written by Bogle of a similar tone, the other two being The Band Played Waltzing Matilda and All the Fine Young Men, all very popular songs. To show how popular the song was among all communities, 
Although the song was initially written about an Irish soldier at a time when the anti-Irish attitude was amongst the highest it had ever been, a version of the song by Joss Stone and Jeff Beck was chosen as the 2014 official Poppy Appeal song. Here's a little bit of that version from 2014, No Man's Land by Joss Stone. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There were some objections to this version of the song, on the grounds that it gives an impression of a false history and that it sanitizes the anti-war message of the song. In an interview with The Guardian, Bogle said that he didn't approve of this version, as it left out three verses. He also said that he wasn't a fan of the more rock and roll arrangement, but conceded that that was just a matter of personal preference, and to perform the song in its full acoustic version would probably not have the commercial appeal in today's music market. But if it makes some people reflect, perhaps for the first time on the true price of war, then the version will have a measure of validity and value. The best-known version of No Man's Land was recorded by the Fury Brothers and Davy Arter in 1979 and it remained in the Irish charts for 28 weeks. The song As the Green Fields of France was a huge success for the Fury Brothers and Davy Arter through the 1980s in Ireland and beyond. The melody and the words vary somewhat from the original Eric Bogle version with some of the Scots phrases replaced, 
For example, in Bogle's version, he asks, did the rifles fire over you? And that's replaced by, did they play the death march in the Furies version? In early 2017, the song seen another relatively unexpected spike in popularity when Finbar Fury of the Fury Brothers, who I just mentioned had great success with the song, and Aslan frontman Christy Dignam collaborated on the Late Late Show to sing The Green Fields of France and gave a rendition which has been described as one of the greatest moments in Irish television and one of the greatest live performances on the Late Late Show. Here's a bit from that performance too. Well, how do you do, young Willie McBride? Do you mind if I sit here down by your graveside and rest for a while? Need the warm summer sun. I've been walking all day and I'm nearly done. I can see by your gravestone you were only 19 When you joined the Great Fallen in 1916 Well, I hope you died well and I hope you died clean Young Willie McBride was it slow and obscene did he beat the drum slowly? Did he play the fife lowly? Did he sound the dead march as they lowered you down? And did the band play the last post and chorus? And did the pipes play the flowers of the forest? In 2019, Ireland's national broadcaster, RTE, ran a competition entitled Ireland's Favourite Folk Song, in which the Green Fields of France was shortlisted amongst nine other songs, although it did eventually lose out to Luke Kelly's version of Raglan Road. In 1997, a writer named Stephen Suffolk wrote a song from the point of view of Willie McBride respectfully answering Eric Bogle, set to the same tune as No Man's Land, and saying that he doesn't regret fighting in the First World War. So there we have it for episode 3 of the Songs and Stories podcast, The Green Fields of France. This episode could have been probably a lot longer, probably could have been a little bit shorter as well. I just felt that when I referenced so many pieces of music and sounds, it was very difficult not to put little clips of them in. As well as that, I could probably have had a look at a lot of these lyrics, seeing as they are probably a lot deeper than meets the surface. So instead of speaking about them, the most logical thing to do is probably just to listen to these lyrics. I always felt that, particularly with the green fields of France, it just seems to hit that bit harder in a live version. So to play us out and have a listen to some of those lyrics with a better understanding of the song and its inspiration as well as lyrics and references within the song. Here's the green fields of France, live by the Furies, sung by Eddie Fury. Well, how do you do, young Willie? Do you mind if I sit here down by your graveside and rest for a while, meet the warm summer sun? 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.